Today is Monday, March 6th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. This episode is brought to you by Aura Ring, an easy-to-wear, water-resistant ring that delivers accurate, personalized health insights so you can work on building healthy habits. Walgreens has announced that they will no longer sell abortion pills in 20 conservative-led states, even in some states where the pill is still currently legal, but where attorneys general have warned Walgreens and CVS that they could face consequences if the pharmacies sell abortion pills by mail. This warning comes concurrently with the impending court decision, challenging not the right to use abortion medication, but the FDA approval status of mifepristone. That's the pharmaceutical name for one of the two pills taken to safely and inexpensively end a pregnancy. Statistically, more than half of abortions in the U.S. are performed using medication, which was approved by the FDA 23 years ago and has been widely studied. Less than 1% of people who have sought a medication abortion have had complications. That's compared with pregnancy and childbirth, where you're looking at no less than 5% of women experiencing a range of any given issue including preeclampsia, placental problems, amniotic fluid complications, hyperemesis, and hemorrhage or infections following childbirth. Not to scare anyone. But back to Walgreens. It's always interesting to see which laws corporations are super careful about following, versus the ones they'll do anything to ignore. Just an observation. It's time for the daily dose of Florida news stories. A Republican state senator introduced a bill late last week that would require content creators and online writers to register with the state if they write about Ron DeSantis, his cabinet, or state legislators. The writer would be required to disclose the individual or entity that compensated them for their post involving DeSantis and the amount of compensation received from the individual or entity. Anyone who does not register with the state within five days of publishing their post would be fined $25 a day, up to $2,500 per post. This would apply to any website that publishes commentary, opinion, or business content, but does not include the website of a newspaper or similar publication. Good news is, I think we've finally found someone whose skin is a full ply thinner than that of our former president. Meanwhile, Governor DeThickskin has set a $1 million fundraising quota for donor events in order for him to show up in person. Though low-key, he'll come for 500 k if he's already in town. Although a number of recent opinion polls show DeSantis trailing Trump by 30 points nationally, this hard-to-get strategy suggests he's confident in his favorability amongst wealthy Republican donors, possibly given that the Koch brothers have already all but confirmed that they plan to support him. To me, it also suggests that he's afraid of giving too many people access to him, lest they get to witness his shining personality and magnetic aura of masculinity up close. The Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, which is the federal agency that's responsible for investigating employment discrimination, is suing ExxonMobil after several nooses were reportedly found at the company's complex in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. The EEOC claims that ExxonMobil failed to properly investigate and take action after a black employee found a noose at his workstation in January 2020, in what was the fourth out of five similar incidents that year. Following the employee's report to the EEOC, the agency filed a lawsuit in Louisiana District Court after failing to reach a settlement with ExxonMobil. I am hardly surprised that they're not too worried about the case becoming public. BP is still going strong after they let their spigot of pollution leak into the Gulf of Mexico for 87 days. 
And for our final story today, the Prosecutor General in Iran has opened an investigation into the poisoning of approximately 700 school-age girls since November, which activists believe is a deliberate attempt to force girls' schools to close in more religious-leaning provinces of the country. While no one has died from the poisonings, students at more than 10 girls' schools, which are geographically concentrated near the religious leadership of the Islamic Republic, have suffered from suspicious symptoms. The poisoned children have reported the smell of tangerines or rotten fish before falling ill with a range of respiratory problems, nausea, dizziness, and fatigue. And some of them were reportedly sick for weeks. While the investigation is ongoing, Iran's deputy health minister said last week that the girls had been poisoned by chemicals that are, quote, not military grade and are publicly available. Great, I'm sure it is just biochemical warfare under the bridge then. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements and thanks again to our partner, Aura Ring. I love that the Aura Ring can help me track things like my heart rate, activity levels, body temperature trends, sleep quality, and respiratory rate. And I've noticed that I am much more active when I'm wearing my Aura Ring than when I'm not, even without being that intentional about it. Of course, we have a special offer for you if you want to try it. Visit AuraRing.com slash morning to find the right ring for you and get $15 off your purchase. That's AuraRing.com slash morning. And don't forget to use our link to save $15 on your Aura Ring. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.